You see, when we're just acting as each other's sin police, like when I see you coming my way or when we get together for our accountability group, I'm already like, uh oh, he's going to ask me if I looked at porn this week or if I made it to the gym as much as I promised I would or, or whatever my last big failure was that I confessed in the group. It's icky and it's weird and it causes division and hiding instead of hope and unity, trust and gratitude. But if accountability is gospel-centered, then my greatest concern is not how you managed your sin this week and having to approach you with that, but rather was God glorified in how you trusted him and lived in light of what you know to be true of him and what he says is now true of you because of Christ. That's a better type of accountability. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, sorry about that. I was getting a little drink of water. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun there. On you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. How are you doing, man? Hey, Heath, I'm doing good, man. I'm actually feeling really good about life and feeling super healthy these days. I'm kind of like, you know, uh, maybe we talked about a couple weeks. Ago, I don't know, but kind of in a new little morning routine and, yeah. and uh, kind of hitting hitting the workout thing a little. And I guess it's a New Year's thing, but not, not so much as just sure. back to more of who I've lived like for a lot of years. But I'm not on the road as much as I used to be. Sure. It's so much easier to get into a routine. I know you've been CrossFitting like crazy. You're looking good. Yeah. And feeling Thanks, good. man. I'm feeling great. Yeah, I'm losing some weight. And People can't see through the uh, podcast player here, <laughs> or as I used to say, through the radio. But you kind of get that scratchy beard thing going. I know. I'm feeling wildernessy. How's I, Kathleen I, feeling about that? Um, it's not good between <laughs> us. Let's talk about accountability groups. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, you know, with the weather this season, I feel like uh, I feel like I should be more of a mountain man. You know, I want to I want to grow that beard well, up from the waist up. You totally are, but then people don't know. <laughs> like you wear shorts and no socks or sandals or anything most of the year, so yeah. you look like beach dude. I'm like, literally wearing like a North Face down jacket uh-huh. right now and board shorts, sweating bullets, and then your knees are frozen. <laughs> yeah. Just your feeters. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's causing. Has this been the rainiest winter like ever? Yeah, it's been a little brutal, like a lot more than, than I'm most. Where I sit and write, I can see like off the back of our house, like just water just shooting off the one of the eaves like it's not supposed to. Yeah, and they're like saying it, another three inches of rain tonight. Three? Yeah. And tomorrow. everybody thinks, oh, yeah, well, you live in Seattle. It's like the it's the rainiest place in the world. It's not normally. Yeah, it's not. But this has been a crazy win. But but you know what? Is, what was it 53 today or something? In yeah, January. so it wasn't brutal. Yeah. No, no. Just a anyway. little gray. Little hey, we gotta, let's uh, let's share a review that came in. Yeah, this review came in uh, last week based off the episode we did two weeks ago on rest and kind of getting into the new year, planning yeah. our rest. Yeah. Uh, written by Fully in Love, who said, I really loved the last episode. Uh, it's seriously gold. She said, <laughs> uh, Fully in Love says, thank you for all the tips and insights shared. Rest is an area I feel we need to continue intentionally growing in or we begin to lose sight of why it's so life-giving, which absolutely. Great review. Thank you. By the way, when you when you leave reviews, either, uh, I, I want to say iTunes, but it's called Apple Podcasts now. When you leave them That's there right. or wherever you listen to podcasts, and we're in every podcast player, um, then we try to find those and read them online. Like We might not get to every one of them, but we try to. So yeah. thank you so much, Fully in Love. And um, by the way, you can, we have like a one-stop link now where you can either find players, uh, you can always go to our website, you know, uh, 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast, that takes you right to our full-blown site, that's where all of life happens, Right. but if you want to see where all the players are 
and different things, you know, Apple Podcast and Spotify, Spot, and all that. that stuff. You can just go to one two three lifeschool dot com forward slash subscribe. The yeah. word subscribe, and they're all there. You can click there, boom, not only listen, but you can do your rating and, and subscribing. Thank you so much. When you do that, what that does is that tells us, hey, you care. That tells us that there's a good chance you might share the love and pass it on to someone else, yeah. which reviews do. And it also ensures that you're not going to miss episodes. Yeah. And, you know, in a couple of weeks here, we're coming up on our three year anniversary. Yeah. Hard to believe, exciting? man, without dropping an episode. Yeah, never once have we Man, I, you're yeah. a rock star, brother. I, this is so <laughs> much work, but we, I mean, a labor of love for sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, please do that. 123lifeschool.com forward slash subscribe. It'll take you to a whole list of places. You probably listen at one of them. Click on that, do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, cool. Now, yeah. tell us, too, you... Uh, you're going on a retreat with a couple group, a couple uh, families, right? Like a couple. Yeah, I talked wife. about this maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah, we got invited to um, do this retreat in the mountains of Tennessee, and it's the most beautiful place. It's called the Genesee Ranch, and it's like breathtaking. Hmm. I mean, it is breathtaking, and it only it's like I think it's like five couples and then us and then the people who lead it. Yeah. And they said, we really want you to come and um, invite your pals and invite listeners. And um, and it's a week long, and we want you to do the story of God while you're here. Cool. And then also meet with everybody and kind of give them coaching and just kind of meet with them. And how's, sure. how's their life on mission doing and give them any advice and all that. And this this is like the most gorgeous high-end hiking and like fishing and beauty, and it comes with all the meals. And I was like, well, that's got to be like insanely expensive. And when I went to like look it up it was like well that's got to be for the room but how much more do you have to pay yeah, for sure. food because it's three meals a day and you know like gourmet level and 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 the hiking guides and what a fishing and all that no 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 that's all in i'm like what wow and so like we only have one spot left wow yeah it went and that fast it's may 24th through the 30th you got to go on vacation this year somewhere if you want to do it with me and tina and a handful of other really cool people that are living this like really live in mission um check it out Cool. And, and check out the beauty. <laughs> now, some of you think, well, I don't know how much hiking I'd want to do or whatever. You don't have to do any of it. You can just like enjoy the property, this sprawling thing in the mountains, right? Yeah. But check it out. It's 123lifeschool.com forward slash retreat. Okay. okay. Lifeschool.com, 123lifeschool.com forward slash retreat. That'll take you to the page that you can kind of get all the information and scroll around. And there's some pictures of the Genesis Ranch. You can also Google that too, and then it's mind blowing. Okay, awesome. And uh, yeah, so I would love it. Um, I'm confident we'll fill up that last spot between now and May 24th. But jump on it. Like if you want to come and hang with us, do a week of hanging and hiking, and we're going to do the whole story of God like a little bit each day for the week. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's going to be that'll be life changing alone for folks. I'm flying out this weekend to go do the story of God in Dallas, huh. and uh, the following weekend I'm doing it in, in uh, Virginia Beach and. It's like, oh, fun. I mean, it's so, that's how powerful it is. I get flown all over the world to do it. Well, yeah. come do a killer butt smooch and beautiful vacation with us. In the mountains. And we're doing it. So anyway. Awesome. All right, man. Thanks for asking, though. I'll yeah. Really hey, hope to fill that up. Let's uh, let's jump into today's topic, which is accountability relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Because it turns out that you and I, along with two other close friends, um, just actually formed this new DNA group, which we define as discipleship, nurture, and accountability. Yeah. Uh, we actually start tonight. I'm really looking Stoked forward to it. Stoked about it. Yeah. Stoked yeah. about it. So it's really timely. Like, this is a very fitting episode yeah, for me right. and for us, even. Now, accountability groups and accountability partners mm-hmm. are often seen within the church as sort of like a big league must have relationships if we're going to 
keep or attain maturity in our faith. Yeah. And while it it's does... It's what mature Christians do, right? Be yeah, in accountability yeah. with some people. It's yeah, be a, intentional. It's a good right? thing. Yeah. And while accountability does and certainly can play a really critical role in our own personal growth and holiness, we've all, I would assume, seen many accountability pitfalls, times where it did not go well. Yeah. Well, and, and not everybody's into it, right? But you hear this all the time, like, yeah, hey, tell me who you're accountable to. Yeah. That's like a big thing in Christian circles, especially if you have any kind of you know, a church that you're pastoring and, and, and this is tough for non-denominational churches or leaders or like myself where, you know, I don't, I don't have, uh, this giant board of like, well, who are you accountable to? Sure. And there are people, but that's a big thing. Right. And I've heard this my whole Christian life and I've been in many of those kind of relationships, but I've also known too many Christians, including pastors who were in accountability groups and had huge moral failures, hmm. like huge. Sure. I mean, I was in one church, a seemingly like rock star youth pastor at this church. Um, I was at, and he and he was fully submitted to his accountability group. He really was. Went hmm. every week, good dudes in it and everything. Turns out he was having sex with some of the students in the youth group. No he was way. a married dude, had just gotten married. It was horrible. Oh, I mean, absolutely. it was the fallout was ridiculous, right? Yeah. And so the way, unfortunately, that accountability groups and relationships are structured don't necessarily like help. You know what I mean? They can, but they don't. Sure. And and not everybody loves them. And so, I mean, maybe here's part of the why. Think about it. Here, here's a definition from Webster's of accountable. It says, subject to having to report, explain, or justify. Hmm. Answerable. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty heavy right off the bat. Like, yeah. okay, now I'm subject. I have to give a report. So like you and I, right, with yeah. a couple other brothers, we're, we're just starting this new DNA group. Some accountability there. Like, oh, I got to give an account now. You know, like, mm. and you're thinking that right, right away. That's like sweating, you know, sure. like just we're sweating bullets. Right. And, um, and I think it might be we a lot, why a lot of folks actually avoid accountability in their Christian life and personal walk with God. They, they don't want to open up. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, in my past experiences with different accountability groups or relationships, and it doesn't matter if this was in San Diego or Tennessee or yeah. even out here initially, it, it, it seemed like the primary focus was trying to not sin. And I had to come each really? week and lay out my sins and failures and where I failed. <laughs> uh, and it was all very much sin management based. And I'm wondering if you've had that same experience. And and if so, there's got to be a better way to do this, right? Yeah. Well, I, I really think there is. <laughs> yeah. I really think that is. And that's part of why I love this idea. And, and it wasn't like I, I thought this upper order, but I like this idea of a DNA group. The, sure. the focus is discipleship, nurture, and accountability. So we've said this over and over. Discipleship is the process of moving from unbelief to belief hmm. about the gospel in every area of life. That's discipleship. I want that. Yeah, me too. I want to help provide that in your life. I mean, sure. we already have that, you and I, yeah. right? But now with some other dudes, a little more formalized, yep. a little more consistent, right? So I love that. Nurture, that's about caring for one another. Hmm. You know, think of all the one another's in Scripture, yeah. you know, bearing with one another and, you know, carrying each other's burdens and, you know, patience with one another. I mean, Honoring there's, there's one another, t- yeah. Yeah, there's tons of that. Well, I know just from even when we talked with our brothers setting up the group, yeah. we all like, what do you want from this group? And we were all looking for that. Yeah, absolutely. We we're all looking for like, you know, I also need some nurturing, you mm-hmm. know, right? And then, and there's accountability. Well, accountability to what? And, and this is kind of where this is ultimately going to go today. I think the best accountability for each other as Christians is accountability to live in light of what we say we believe in connection to the gospel hmm. in, in every area of life. And we're going to talk about that more in a minute, but I don't think it's accountable. Like, did you stop sinning or did you not do that? Or did you do all that this week? Like sin management kind of stuff, but it's accountability, but you know, it's back to that discipleship 
uh, definition, right? The process of moving from unbelief to belief and then live in that way. Yeah. Well, I, my accountability then, it, like I don't, I'm giving it away, but like the best, you know, I think the best accountability is how you doing it, living out what you say you believed. We yeah. talked through that, and God's already paid the price of your sin. So yeah. how you do anyway? So let's get to that. All right, we'll get. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious, like, um, what in your experience have been some accountability group killers <laughs> that you've either seen or you know as you travel a lot maybe have heard about mm-hmm. uh, stuff that shifted the focus in really weird ways. Well, yeah, <laughs> there's been some crazy stuff. And some of it I write down, I'm like, whoa, I'm preaching that. Like, that's going to be an <laughs> illustration. I can't believe that's actually happened, right? Um, a, a friend of mine and author, Jonathan Dotson, uh, he, he has written a lot about this. He actually has a website, Gospel Center Discipleship. Everything on there is gold. Hmm. Um, and he put together a list of, uh, of accountability group killers <laughs> Oh wow! that I think are really helpful to look at. So let me just reel some of these out. We'll see how many we have time for. Sure. And then let's just talk about them. Like, okay. Give me your feedback on them, too. Yeah. Okay, so the first one he says is a killer. He goes, is make your accountability group or circle uh, or make it a circle of cheap confession by which you obtain cheap peace for your troubled conscience. Oh, interesting. So like we all go around like I'm supposed to do this. And, you know, like, well, how'd your week go? It's like, yeah, this is, you know, I suck this way. You know, I hollered at the kids and I looked at porn and I, and everybody does that. And it's like, okay. And you sort of like cheap peace because at least I'm fessing up. Yeah. But where's the change? Like, where's the gospel? Yeah, exactly. But somehow you feel better, you know? And there's an an aspect of being transparent, but there's also a big difference is being transformed. Sure. Well, and like living out of your call, your identity, right? Like reminding of identity versus gospel shaming one another. Yeah, so this is, it's a killer though, where it's just a circle of cheap confession where not a lot of change or transformation of the heart and belief systems. Sure. Here's another one. He says, um, ask one another moralistic questions that reinforce moral performance. That'll kill Mm. your accountability. Oh yeah. Talk about two to be. Yeah. Just sit around and ask each other, uh, you know, uh, moralistic questions so that it reinforces your performance based Christianity. That'll kill it. Yeah. Talk about a meeting you dread going to. I'm every just week. getting a little irpy thinking about that because <laughs> yeah. I've been in enough. Oh, of me those, too. You know, yeah, absolutely. And even, even though by God's grace, our new kind of accountability structure, our DNA group is not going to go there. Man, I hope not. That would break sure. my heart. You know? Yeah, I'd be bouncing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Number three. Yeah, Here's another one. He says, um, make your group like a time where you just pilfer through God's work for uh, word, the word of God okay. for an experiential buzz or life connection. Oh, I never would have considered that. You know, you know, yeah. you've been in those where it's like, man, I was looking in the word today and look at this. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's, I've never seen that. And that's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole it's the whole itching ears, you know, yeah, exactly. T- and being tickled sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And I we even talked a little bit about that. Like, well, I, I just need to get in the word more. And, and I'm like, listen, man, if it's revelations from the word you want, talk to the spirit and read the word. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and we're going to read the word together. But if that's, you know, you can see where that's a killer. Totally. Just, you just kind of, you know, it's that whole like throw a dart at the at the Bible. You know, like, what did it hit? See where it that's landed. a word for today. You know, it's yeah. a word for you. It's the Holy Spirit. Open up dart. to this page. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, not oh, fun. Oh, man. All right. Number four. Here's another one. Um, go public with your respectable sins. While cherishing your secret sins, ooh, like yeah. that'll 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 make it useless. That'll make accountability structure. Yeah, and 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 so here's the thing: if we're not going after the heart, if we're not going after the gospel, like what's the thing behind the yeah. thing that we need to shift our belief and then accountability to like live in light of that truth? Yeah, then that's what we'll do. Is like, and you'll see, we'll even have that challenge coming up. Sure, because I drove fifty five and a fifty. 
Pizza, yeah, yeah you're like, yeah, sins. you know, and I probably shouldn't have had that second beer the other night. You yeah. Know? Like, I felt like I was a little grumpy after that, you know. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, me too, bro. Like, let's pray for that, you know. But then never mentioning. <laughs> like the, yeah, that robbed a bank this week. <laughs> no, no, I don't. But it's not even that. It's not. Usually our sins aren't due things anyway. They're sure. heart issues. Yeah. Think about it. You know, if you've been around faith for a while, you're probably not out doing the seven deadly sins every yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Or except for the ones that are heart based, <laughs> you yeah. know. And so, yeah, it. That'll kill. That'll kill uh, the value of and or even the group is just kind of busting out your respectable sin. You know how we rank sin, but God doesn't. Yeah. So we'll bust out the ones that don't rank that high, but like, yeah. Oh, which and that takes trust, right? Like, it I mean, totally yeah. does. Yeah. And you know what? A word, a word to that. Trust takes time to build. Yep. And even though the four of us getting into this DNA group together know each other pretty well sure. from cigar and theology and just life and yep. ministry together. Um, I don't expect, and I, and I, by God's grace, I, I won't try to steer us, you know, from sure. my, my one fourth part of this, you know, into like, oh, we just got to be super intimate right away. And like, yeah. like we have to build some trust. Yeah. It could actually be harmful because I'm yeah. sure, you know, I've been in now, tr- Yeah. You jump in and somebody else, you know, I killed a man last night and you're like, I don't even know you. <laughs> this is our first coffee, you know? Yeah. So you got to work into that. Uh, here's another one. Um, n- this will kill your group and the dynamic of it is knowing your, you know, your accountability partner's sins better than you know your own. Ooh. So we're quick to like, I love bringing the hammer, man. Yeah. And if I spend like, we only have an hour to do this. And so if I use up the time, making sure everybody else kind of goes over their stuff, because yeah. I'm really, I keep a list of their sins. Maybe it won't get to my own. And the huh. truth is I'm not that aware of myself. Sure. I'm more aware of your sin. Yeah. No, that's absolutely right. Yikes. Man, Jonathan Dodson's nailing it on this. <laughs> yeah, he's nailing. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, here's another one. Uh, passively stand by as your sin slowly puts you to death. Meaning, you're not really engaged in this. You're hmm. kind of doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. You want to be able to tell your pastor or people who ask you, "Hey, you kind of believe relationship?" Oh yeah, man, I got these guys. You know this guy, right? I mean, with Caesar, like, oh really? I read his books. Oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah. But there's a passiveness to it. There's not a deep engaging. So it's like, you know, yeah. even if you're reading something or you're trying to like, hey, what do you think this is saying to us today? You know, as men or as dads or in light of maybe something we talked about last week, you're like, you know, I don't know, man, I'm gonna have to give that some thought. And it's always that, you know, yeah. there's no like, boom, the spirit puts something on your heart, man. Like, yep. let's hear it, you know, yeah. like let's be reserved in that. Yeah. yeah, let's go there. So passively standing by as your sin slowly kills your marriage, kills your heart, hmm. you know, like, you know how it is too. whatever our whatever our own brand of sin it's like besetting sin and we can't get rid of if, if that stuff stays in the dark yep. it doesn't wither and die it grows there absolutely it grows there and being active sin or unbelief sin that stuff will just grow if we don't get it out yep you're absolutely right and here's the biggest one okay here's the last one that it's a killer okay and then we'll move to some more positive stuff is making accountability groups and relationships not so much about jesus and the gospel but there again about sin management so not making jesus central yeah like our our transformation is not even going to come from you and i talking about it yeah but a bunch of bros yep it's going to come because of the gospel yeah which jesus, jesus is, is the, the hero gospel yeah, yeah. he is he's got to be our hero and and we i mean good word for us like i said this is super timely because we're we're starting this tonight yeah. <laughs> yeah and so we got to make jesus and the gospel central to our group man mm. or it'll kill it we and we won't and i'll tell you there won't be transformation and eventually it'll be like yeah man it's just not working out i'm just a little too busy sure you know all that stuff right we've all heard it yeah no you're right yeah i was thinking um even as you're something you said a few minutes ago was that the best accountability is accountability with each other to live in light of what we say we believe in connection to the gospel in every area of life mm. yeah um 
and it sounds good, but what does this actually look and sound like in real life? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And that's where I wanted to get to, but I wanted to kind of give us a few of those contexts. So like we said before, accountability is not just sin focused. It's gospel focused. I think the the best kind of accountability. Sure. Okay. Um, It's Jesus focused. So instead of just getting together to go through each other's list of sin and past promises to stop it or do better. Sure. Checking in to see if you failed or screwed up last week. I want to challenge us all to seek to check in and how we're doing it, living in light of what we've said we believe, like you just said, about any given topic. So whatever it is, even like if we're doing a study together and we're reading something, we're like, oh my gosh, that changes my heart towards the father, which then changes how I see my earthly dad and how I Mm. parent. Okay, how are you doing it living out that? How's that changing your parenting, right? Let's let's look at that kind of stuff, not like, hey, you've been grumpy with your kids lately. (laughs) Yeah, Wrong direction. But like, remember we talked about that and you said that the gospel was changing your perspective of God and how he sees you yep in light of like we don't have perfect earthly fathers none of us did i know this group well enough none of us did but i've never met anybody who had a perfect one yet so yeah. um but like we could go after that kind of stuff or we could go after the heart change that the gospel is bringing and check in on that kind of stuff you know whatever the topic or situation is or area of sin or fear in our life or like i'm stressing out about this or that you see when we're, when we're just acting as each other's sin police then what happens is when I see you coming my way or when we get together for our accountability group or like, let's just say we're in our dinners, our family's having dinner together or we're having a barbecue or whatever. Sure. I'm already like, uh oh, he's going to ask me if I looked at porn this week or if I made it to the gym as much as I promised I would, you know, sure. I'm trying to get healthier or, or whatever my last big failure was that I confessed. I'm going to think, oh, he's going to ask me, you know, mm. <laughs> right. And that's icky and weird right away. And it causes division and hiding instead of hope and unity trust and gratitude Hmm. but if accountability is gospel centered then my greatest concern is not how you managed your sin this week but rather was god glorified in how you trusted him and lived in light of what you know to be true of him and Hmm. what he now says is true of you because because of christ that's good so here's what it sounds like so instead of hey brother did you stop doing xyz this week or did you do x this past week sure did you do it or did you not do this or whatever it sounds more like Hey, Heath, how, how did you do it living out of what we talked about last week? Like who God is, God's perfect in this area and what he, you know, and he showed that at the cross in mm-hmm. Christ. And he says, because of that, this is now true of you as my dearly loved son. You have this authority and privilege. Like were you able to experience Jesus as better than X, Y, Z and find your fulfillment and your refuge in him this week? Hmm. Now I was still struggling with that, man. I was super stressed out and pissed off at my boss. I forgot all about that stuff sure. last week. So it's not like, well, why are you so angry? You got to let go and let God, right? It's like, we're, it's all like who, who becomes the focus here? Yeah. You see the difference? Absolutely. Is, is me and my sin and my effort, the focus that's called law, by yep. the way, there's a whole two thirds of the front half of the Bible about that. Uh, or is see how that shifts instead of the focus being on ourselves yeah. and our sin, which Jesus already dealt with at the cross, our accountability quote unquote, is focused on God and his glory. Hmm. And, and just as a reminder to glorify, right, is to magnify what someone's really like. So our lives are to be a glorification of what God's really like. Yep. Right. And that's good news. So if our focus is on how are we doing at living out what we say is true of us and what God says is true of us, then how are we doing at glorifying God? That is a whole different. That's a game changer. Yeah. And see, that's good news. And I'm not, I'm not going to be bummed when I see you come in my way and go like, Hey man, have you felt freedom this week? Yeah. Believing that this is what God says is true of you as his son? Like you have that authority, man. Are you exercising that? Yeah. 
a little bit I did. You know, I mean, that's so it's different. It's a whole different world it's than the ones I've been in. It's a whole different than just, you know, man, I hope you're, <laughs> I hope you're not sinning, man. You know, I hope you stop doing that, you dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, because then it's, oh, I've been in those groups, man, and yeah. it's never fun because it, yeah. it goes back to uh, that do to be, right? It seems like to do it the old way or the way that we've always seen it as what did you stop doing really does reinforce that do to be mentality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it also, like, it projects this future workspace sanctification and holiness that we know isn't true because if it's I about the work stop of Jesus. Just doing that or just start doing that. Yeah. And even though I was reading the word, and so I go, I'm, I guess I'm supposed to, the focus isn't on the living word, Christ in us. <laughs> yeah. Right, you're yeah. right. It, it it all that does is reinforce this whole do to be. In other words, what we do equals who we are, our value, how God will see us. Can I make God happy? He'd be happier if I stopped this. No, God's only concerned with His glory, hmm. and that's what He wants for us because He knows also when He's most glorified, we're gonna have the best life. Absolutely, we're gonna have the life He created us for. So, but in order for us to bring this type of gospel-centered accountability to one another we'll need to grow in our own gospel fluency, hmm. right? This ability to see and apply the good news of the gospel to to whatever we're facing or struggling with in life. And even stuff we're loving, you yeah. know, like, wow, man, I'm so stoked about this right now. Like, you got this new job or I'm loving my job finally, you know, I finally got in a spot where I feel valued and like I'm using my giftings. Great, man, let's look at what's the gospel speak into that. Where'd that come from, right? Hmm. And so we've got to grow in our ability to do that. And that way, when we check in with each other, we're able to remind ourselves of what's true of God yep. and his character, all that was accomplished at the cross, and our true identity, authority, and privilege in Christ. Yeah. And that sets us free, man. See, that type of accountability is actually good news. And yeah. it's less about submission to another person or a new law. It's about living in light of the gospel. And I love and I need to be reminded of the truth all the time. So I welcome that. I'm sure. not going to ever be bummed when I'm being reminded of the gospel and the, and the uh, identity that's mine and the authority and privilege that's mine. So instead of hiding or only sharing the less bad parts of my life, I can I I can let it out there because I want I want yeah. it to come under the good news. I yeah. want to be good newsed. <laughs> exactly. And we need that, right? It, it, totally. It reminds me too, just as you were talking about a couple episodes that kind of tie in a bit to what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. And uh it's like the four Which G's. Ones? Oh right? yeah, that'll be super helpful for folks. So we have an episode, uh, what causes sin and how to stop it that would be really a good like a baseline. You wanna bet we talk about the four G's a lot in our DNA group? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Because <laughs> it's so free. It's yeah. such a focus on God's character and what's true of us, right? Yeah, which also leads to the uh, the Four Questions episode, How a Better Understanding of the Gospel Transforms Your Life. So Yeah, that was it, way back at 110. Yeah, one of the so first episodes we ever did. Yeah, so Almost scroll way back on the site, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems like we could keep going on and on and on talking yeah, about this, sure. but we're, you know, we're out of time. And we always do want to leave with the big three takeaways from today's topic. If nothing else, things that you don't want to miss. Yeah. And by the way, you can get a printable PDF of this week's Big Three as a free download by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash Big Three right now. Yeah. Uh, but Caesar, would you give us a Big Three for this week? I'd love to. And before I get into it, just as a reminder, one slot left. Please come join Tina and I in Tennessee in the mm. beauty of that thing. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, get the Big Three for sure, but also at least go check it out. Go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash retreat. And uh, this is a pretty pretty rare air <laughs> yeah. beauty and uh and the folks coming but also the time we're gonna have That's i think it'll be, be so one fun. of those life markers i really do so here's the big three okay okay first one doing life with others who know you well enough to understand where your unbelief in the gospel is hiding hmm. is key to true accountability relationships yeah, okay you. remember discipleship's that process of helping each other move from unbelief to belief in light of the gospel 
in every area of life. So let your accountability relationships include discipleship, the nurturing of each other's hearts, and accountability to live in light of the truth. Mm. Okay? Yeah, that's great. All right. Second one here. Um, don't miss this. God's not focused on your sin because he's already dealt with it at the cross. Mm. And he no longer wants us focused on it either. So we don't have to just come together and just hash through it, hash through it, and you know, feel like it's forgiven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you believe that all your sins have been forgiven? Like that's key. Come to your accountability groups believing that all of it's been forgiven. Mm. Do you believe that's what the Bible teaches? That that you know it, it's true? Yeah, it is. It teaches that. Here's something else the Bible teaches that sin is actually the unbelief about God that leads to the actions and feeling or emotions that are not in line with his glory. Do you believe mm-hmm. that? Is sin still action in your mind or is it the unbelief that causes those actions? Yeah. It's a, that is so that's important. That's a game changer. Yeah. yeah. If we're that's so important if we're going to experience true gospel centered accountability with with each other. Sure. And the third one here is um, accountability with others is built on trust and understanding and this takes time together. Okay? It requires you to actually be in the normal life rhythms of those you're accountable to hmm. and vice versa. So if you're not doing life together, it's just too easy to hide or lie or minimize what's really going on in our lives. So accountability, just like true discipleship, and I'd say that DNA groups are a part of disciple making, they take time and they take an investment of our lives in the lives of others and not just for like an hour to a week. That's so good, man. Okay, so that's, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Don't have to hate on accountability or hide from it, but we want to have gospel-centered accountability. Yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, it's not worth doing it. So, man, I'm looking forward to tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I'll see you tonight. And for everyone else, we'll see you next Monday because time's up today. Yeah. Hey, next week, we're going to talk about the importance of praying for your kid's future. We'll show you why. And then we're also going to give you some great first steps on how to start praying effectively for your kids. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm not good at that. That'll be a super fun topic. Well, take notes. (laughs) All right. See you tonight, Caesar. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on the show, visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.